On this episode of Living Free with RP, we have Lynn McClellan. She was diagnosed in 1979, and at that time they did not know a lot about RP. But she found a doctor who knew exactly what she had and gave her some tough love. So, please enjoy Lynn's journey. So let's, uh, first of all, as I always like to welcome my guest on the podcast, uh, thank you very much for taking the time to be on the show today. Oh, I'm glad to be here. Awesome. So introduce yourself to everybody, all the listeners. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, your family. All right. I'm Lynn, uh, Lynn McClellan. I'm, um, I'm from Oklahoma, um, I have uh, quite a, I'm really blessed to have quite a few of my family living around me. My, um, my kids, I have, um, three, three grown kids and six grandkids. And, um, I am living with, uh, a man that I've grown to love in the last five years very much. And, um, that's basically it. So my mother is even still alive, and she's going to be ninety-one next week. So, oh wow, God loves her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I go see her quite often. Oh, okay, nice. So uh, when did you get diagnosed? Ah, uh, well, I'm sixty-seven, and it was roughly. Uh, I was trying to remember actually, uh, forty, little about forty years ago. So in 79, I think it's, it's been a while. So. And at that time, did they not know uh, much about the disease? Um, no. And it took actually quite some time to get the diagnosis. Um, <laughs> I went to uh, just to a regular eye doctor first and they didn't have any idea what was going on. And then they sent me to go see an ophthalmologist and they didn't really know what it was. So they sent me to another specialist and long story short, um, I went through all kinds of testing. They thought I had a tumor on the optic nerve, um, some other, a few other things. And then in the end, they told me I might have MS. And did I want to do one more test? And I said, no. I said, if I have MS, I'm sure the symptoms will come up. I said, so I really don't want to do anything. Well, six months to a year later, 
I was uh, sitting in a college course. I took uh, microbiology and I noticed that I had some, uh, uh, oh, we were getting ready to get on the, um, on a microscope. And when I looked through it, I realized I couldn't see very much through my other eye. And uh, so then I decided, well, enough of this about MS. And I went back to then saw uh, another eye doctor that someone else recommended. And he knew after five minutes what was going on with me. Yeah. He it was just a real, really, really good, good ophthalmologist specialist. specialist. And um, I, will, I haven't forgotten him or his story that he gave to me after he figured out what was going on. He told me it was so inspiring to me, and it still is today, that he had seen people that have RP 20 years later uh, be able to spot a trash can lid as they're walking down the street. You know, one of the one old, old, you know, on an old 50-gallon trash can. Okay, yeah. He said they may not be able to see it up close, but they may still see it 50 to 50 feet away or more. And he said, if you can be one of those people. And I will never forget him telling me that. That just set the tone, I think, for the rest of my my whole journey with RP. So I'm so thankful I had him as a doctor. I think, and uh, so he me to get the test to make sure that's what it was, and it was. So, mm. yeah, yeah. I think you're very fortunate because I know my mom, my mom one would probably want to be like your friend because she will be turning 67 herself oh, uh, yeah. in September, yeah. and she has, you know, she has RP, but she wasn't diagnosed until uh, I think she was 32. So yeah, I was 26. She went through so. a lot of, you know, the same same thing you were saying. She went through a lot of misdiagnoses, and they just first thought she was just clumsy and growing up, and and then it went from that to I think I forgot you know if she had some form. They said they they another thing they misdiagnosed her with, and then yeah, by the time 32, that's when she was uh, diagnosed with RP. And she always says she wants a a, a pen pal, so. I may have to get, find you guys, uh, get you two connected. <laughs> she always likes cool. talking to people that, you know, like around her age yeah. that are, you know, who, who also have RP and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. So fast forwarding now, how, yeah. how do you feel about it now though? Like how did you know? Um, about having RP? Yeah. I had like how, what's your, well, it was pretty shocking back then once I finally found out what it was, um, I was pretty shocked back then and, and pretty angry for quite some time um, and wanted to blame everyone. And now I look at it as um, I faced a lot of adversity during my life. And now it just brings me um, to be able to understand where other people are coming from, maybe even easier than it would have been if I had been fully sighted. So. I'm, I'm, I've lived with this. It, it's been quite a journey all my life. I, I've learned a lot over the years. Yeah. Gotcha. Where is your vision currently? Um, I have about 3%, but in that 3%, I have, get this, 2030 vision. <laughs> in that, I know. Nice. I know. That's good. <laughs> I do have a little window of sight below me. If I wave my hand down below, mm-hmm. I can see it move. Right. I, I've had that ever since the beginning. I think that is really helps to have that little window of sight just a little bit. 
I learned, so. I learned that being on the podcast. That's about what I had. I didn't actually even know. I couldn't really describe mine to people until someone was on our, the podcast and was saying how basically it's like she had a donut in front of her face. Because yeah. I have that same kind of donut. And it's like outside the donut, I still have some peripheral yeah. to my sides, like way in the back. You know, way in the back, I can put my hand out and I see it. Yeah. But, yeah, once you put it out there and move it around, it's gone <laughs> until it gets yeah, back around. Yeah. So it's like it disappears. People, right. people think like, oh, you just have tunnel vision. And that's another, it's just tough to really say, well, yes, I do have tunnel vision to extreme, but no, I do have, yeah, those little, like you said, you have like those little pockets of vision yeah, where yeah. they're, they're very helpful. <laughs> oh, very. Yeah. That's probably what kept me safe till I really started um, using my cane, mm, yes. you know, and then. <laughs> quickly my guide dog so <laughs> so when did you start using your cane um well about probably 15 years ago oh, okay not i'd had had rp for quite a long time right before i started using it i mean i i went and did mobility training and um all that the year after i found out i had it I, I did the good things like join a support group. Yeah. I, um, my mom I did, did all the yep. things yep. that I thought were really helpful. Mm -hmm. But um, I I was pretty resistant to using the cane. And then I hadn't used it very long, and I realized that, um, uh, well, I wasn't very safe using the cane, actually. And I kind of tripped off the end of a sidewalk and sprained my ankle. Ooh. And after I did that, I got really mad and uh, whacked the cane. I was living in the country at the time and whacked the cane against something and broke the end of it off. <laughs> so, so I decided it was time for me to do something else. That I, And that's when I went inside, called uh, visual services here, and uh, I thought they would be really helpful at getting a guide dog. And I found out, no, I, they said they didn't do that. And so I got online and found out where I could go and uh, apply to get a guide dog. So that's what I did. Oh, okay. And where did you end up going through? Uh, guide Dogs of America oh, okay. in California. Yeah. Yeah, my mom's a Fidelco. Oh. Most of the time okay. it's Fidelco, yeah. She always had Fidelco dogs, but I think one time she went to, I think it was like a Freedom Dog or something, one of those ones. I forget what it's called, but she did try out, I remember, a different company. Uh-huh. But yeah, that's good though. I, I thought of, I thought about doing the whole dog thing yet, but I don't know. I'm still uh, I'm still holding that off. I think I'm like in your mindset right now. <laughs> when when you were when when you were 40, I think you I'm probably thinking I'm probably thinking about the same thing. I'm just like, I, but except I don't mind the cane. The cane I started using uh, frequently uh, in 2016. So well, I I carried it around with me. Okay, you know so folded up right. hoping it would be visual to people to let them you know be aware that i oh I yeah couldn't i got an I issue found out <laughs> sometimes it was and sometimes it wasn't because people didn't know what it was when it's folded up <laughs> oh, my mom my mom hated it i remember growing up and i remember probably she was probably around my age now or maybe in her late 30s and i uh -huh. always like remember her saying like oh, i hate i hate bringing this stupid thing <laughs> i'm like oh my is it you're gonna take your cane like like nah <laughs> yeah that's about that's pretty close to how i was yeah, so, so oh, i yeah. laughed about it so but now no dog that the dog definitely made a big difference i think she got hers around when she was like 40 or so because i don't know for as long as i remember i was a teenager i think when 
we got our first one and then yeah it feels like forever yeah but now nah, that's good though that, that changes your world i mean from what i oh, know, it did. from what it i did. seen like my mom yeah, my mom travels so much, like more so much freedom oh i love having a dog it's just i i uh it's it it is a lot of work sometimes but to to care for them and make sure they're happy and they're well and you know um but i think the the compensation of the freedom it gives me to um to just be safe and not have as many worries. Right. It, it's worth it. It's definitely worth well, it. Only me. downside you got to worry about is, as my mom has dealt with over the years, is people who like to pet your dog and distract oh, your dog. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. And, and all oh, that's yeah. the wonderful stuff. Yeah. And don't, that, oh, and then, yeah. and, then yeah, and then you're a jerk because you oh, won't yeah. let, you won't let people pet your dog. And, oh, and, yeah. and they just don't understand it. I think nowadays, at least, people are more educated. But back yeah. in the day, you know, 10, you know, 15 years ago, mm -hmm. nah, people didn't get it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of the uh, lately uh, when I went into Walmart, one of the greeters <laughs> has been had a couple of times before said hi and wanted to really pet my dog. So the last time I was in there and she was there and she said hi to hi first hi to my dog, not to me. And then she started talking to, to her. And I said, well, you know, I said, really, what you're really supposed to do is, is um, not talk to my dog because uh, that distracts her from yep. keeping me safe. And she goes, oh, oh, it does. I'm so sorry. She just didn't really realize, you know. So, so, yeah, no, so some people it's just all about education. Yep. You yeah, you could get mad. I mean, and, and it's one thing, it's fine if like, you know, in that situation where you actually say to somebody, oh, well, you're not supposed to do that. And they're like. Oh, and you and you explain it, and they go, "Oh my God, I did not, I know, I didn't know that. I'm so yeah. sorry." But then you yeah. got people just like, "Oh, well, I didn't know." Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. And, and you yeah. get like adverse reaction. You're like, "Well, I'm just, I'm just telling you." Like, you know, I'm like, yeah. my mom was uh, actually did a news. They did a news story around the news to explain that to people. Like, you, you know, this the dog is working, and just like you, if you were at your job, you wouldn't want someone just, you know, coming up to you and just immediately talking to you when you're. Just, trying to do your job you're you know when you're when you're working you're working yeah yeah or yeah. surgeon you wouldn't want to would you would you sit there while a, a, someone is doing surgery on somebody would you come in and just like hey how you doing like you know when, when someone's trying to do this really delicate surgery you know no you wouldn't because like they need their they need to be focused and when you distract them now you probably just killed that person so yeah and the same thing yeah. can happen you know to somebody with a guide dog if you distract your right. dog for just a second now right. that dog gets distracted and now got you know they cross the street and now you get hit by a car so yeah. it's it, it split yeah. second kind of stuff and you know it, and it's tough i think it's tough to not be like rude about it sometimes but when it's your own safety you know mm -hmm. it's it's it, it, it definitely is different you know right right like, i'm not trying to be a jerk but you know right. i don't want to die <laughs> right. right. <laughs> or my mom always says, "Mama says, hey, listen, if you want to pet my dog, like get my attention, and then you know, what? maybe my mom will take, uh, you know, the dog out of harness this way because when they're not in harness, they get that they're allowed to have attention. When they're not in harness, they're not working. Right. So my mom says, I'll, I'll, I'll you know, maybe sometimes my mom's friendly and she'll, yeah, she'll, you know, you know, she'll take the dog out of harness for a couple of seconds, let you know, let the person. Right. Yeah. But if you're gonna be rude about it, like no. <laughs> Yeah. 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 So um what are what is Lynn into? What are you uh you know, what do you like to do? Oh well um as to the work I've been doing, I started a um nonprofit last year. 
It's called Compassionate People Foundation. And um, it's kind of been slow during this last year. Actually, I guess I started the end of the year before. And um, what we do is we uh, go to, um, I've gone into prisons and we uh, teach nonviolent communication to the um, inmates. And one of the inmates at a prison here in Oklahoma actually contacted myself and um, my partner to go to um, go there. So we're volunteers and go do that in the prisons. Wow. What gave you the yeah. idea to do that? Do what? What gave you the idea to do that? Uh, well, when I met Jeff five years ago, he was teaching um, nonviolent communication then. And the idea to go do the uh, to volunteer in the prisons, uh, because there's a lot of, uh, groups of people that don't have the, the funds or the money to, uh, to actually learn this. And it's one of the nonviolent communication is one of the most connecting, um, things you can do. Um, it can, uh, actually anyone who learns it can learn how to give their self self empathy. And that's what it's all about really. So nice. Yeah. What about hobbies now? Do you, is there any type of hobbies that you like to do? Oh yeah. Yeah. I love to garden. At one time I was an organic, I had an organic uh, farm actually. I had five acres and I love to garden. I'm back in the city now. So I have a small, in my backyard, a backyard garden every year. I have taught myself all the different ways that a person that doesn't have vision can do that. And I also got some help with that. Um, I love to, uh, uh, I like to do yoga. I like to, uh, we have a tandem bike so I can still go biking. I love to ride bikes. So <laughs> I quit riding a bike uh, on my own what, roughly 10 or 15 years ago. So, um, I, yeah, um, I like to, um, dance i like to go camping and hiking those are those are my two most favorite things to do so you're staying active oh i love to be active yes now can you explain you mentioned that you have things that you've learned how to garden and stuff like that do you think you could share some of those things that maybe possibly you know other people who are visually impaired you know who garden maybe that maybe they don't maybe there's techniques they don't they're not aware of sure 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 um one of the best things i like that someone showed me a while back was if you have a garden club garden hose it's light colored like yellow or white or you know if you put that out in the row to make the row then you can put um you can put the seeds right next to the hose so you can you can take your ho- your uh, hoe or your shovel and make the furrow and then keep the hose right there so you'll know where to drop in the seeds and then cover it up hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. It works really well. And then I guess basically just um, making the garden garden plots where they're not huge and smaller and um, have contrasting colors and um, little. Um, I use a lot of uh, um, different colors of plastic and mats and things that are contrasting right next to where I put a garden so that I know what's what out there. So it's all in con it's all about contrasting 
contrasting uh, colors and um, that mix with the dark colored, you know, the dirt. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah so you can kind of know where things are at. Makes a big difference. Oh, I now, like when that. the garden gets big at the end of summer, it's a whole different story because sometimes <laughs> I had a lot of tomatoes last year and finding the tomatoes, <laughs> that's where grandkids come in really, really yeah. handy. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> you see these? I need more yeah. of these. Go find them. That's <laughs> right. Yeah. This yeah. is a tomato. Go find it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's what I do with my son sometimes. If you feel like it, put him to work in terms of things that. Are a little more complicated for me to do, with, like you know, yeah. sorting socks and laundry and stuff. Right, <laughs> right. Here, you match right. the socks. <laughs> right. Or if you drop something on the floor, you know, and you can't find oh, it right. fast enough, you know, yeah, like, oh, yeah. You know, to call my yeah. son in here. I dropped this. Please find it for me. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, yeah. Kids are definitely a uh, a good thing. <laughs> Yeah, especially if my six-year-old doesn't eat all the cherry tomatoes before he brings them in the house, right? No, yeah, right. Here, find these and please don't eat them all. <laughs> eat them yeah. all. Yeah. No, that's good. See, I, I find I like, you know, any kind of tricks that, you know, we can share are always good because sometimes you like you don't realize the things that you're doing, you know, those tricks that you're using and stuff. Some people didn't think of that. You know, so it's right. kind of cool to share, like, you're like, oh, wow, I didn't, you know, I didn't, you know, do that. Like, it's like sometimes in my gym, just so I can avoid, you know, my at-home gym, I, to avoid walking into things, I, I put bright neon tape on certain areas. Right. So, you know, it triggers my vision to be like, oh, watch out, you know, like, don't hit, you know, and things like that. It's just, <laughs> or if I want to grab a bar, but I don't, the bar is black, but I need mm -hmm. help, to help me know where my hand positioning is, I put the tape on each side of the bar so it, it, you know i know where to grab you know for proper hand positions and things like that so right yep so yeah definitely contrast is key as we all know yes. but yes those, yeah. are, those are good helpful yes, tricks is. for those who want to garden and uh i know that, yeah, that's actually pretty popular i've had a few people on that yeah that also did that enjoyed gardening i'm more i'm more <laughs> me and my wife we were more the ones that kill plants <laughs> we're, we're, I think we're known around yeah. the uh, plant yeah. community. Don't don't go to that yeah. house because you won't yeah. live. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I got you know. There's things I don't really enjoy doing, like watering, because sometimes I can't tell how much water I've got on the plant. So I've learned it's best to just fill up a. Uh, I save my gallon milk jugs and fill them up with water, and then let them you know drain out a little bit at a time because. Sometimes I can't tell how much I've actually watered. I can't see the see it very well, so I, that's a lot easier for me. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Now you mentioned you know being in a relationship five you know starting it five years ago. Uh -huh. I did now I've been trying to get more into this in the podcast. I want to um, covering the more you know. Did you just come right out? Obviously, your your vision was more progressed by the time you guys had met. Obviously, so he must. Yes. But yes. was it like straight up like, hey, this is what I've got. This is what's going well, on. This is what you got in store. So if this is cool with you, we can keep going. If not, then, you know, let's uh, not bother. It was fairly quickly. I met him online. And uh, the next day we talked. And when we talked, I told him, uh, I think I told him that I had a guide dog. And then the next day we met. And so, yeah, I told him I had a guide dog. 
uh, one thing that is we he has a hearing problem. Oh, so he can't hear very well. So so it's a good combination. It's, it is a good, it's a very good combination. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I was pretty pretty quick to tell him. I didn't tell him online. Because my experience is if I told someone online before, I never heard from them again, usually. So, or if I did, it was a bunch of questions and then I never heard from them again. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So talking, I found out it was a much easier way to, to talk about it. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Like, you know, so, right. but it was definitely something you wanted to, to be share rather quickly. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I did. Yeah. So I was thinking maybe like, I know. You know, like, for instance, when I started my job, I mean, my vision wasn't, oh, I was pretty much, for the most part, a sighted person. I mean, mm -hmm. but when I started and I felt, I didn't feel any need to say, hey, you know, I have RP, you know, uh, you know, I have, you know, sucky night vision. Shouldn't affect my work progress, but I just wanted, you know, give you a heads up, you know, because it might affect, you know, maybe in 10 years it will. But right, I didn't feel like right. I just didn't feel like that was necessary. And uh, I think even me, my wife, I mean, I, I told her, but it was it was definitely something I that was, I think, different. I think definitely like when you're meeting somebody, it's like, OK, you're you, we might be together forever. And I want mm -hmm. you to know <laughs> that, this right. is uh, you know, you're going to be doing a lot more than right. you're used to doing. You're going to, you know, like I'm cool with, you know, like I'm the, I know I'm supposed to be the rock. Like I'm the rock for my wife. But I look at myself and say, how much longer can I do that? Yeah, sooner or later, I'm like, I tell her, like, you have to start learning the things that I, I take care of, you know, yeah. <laughs> so, and, yeah. you know, and you got, and yeah. I have to teach you now while I still have vision, there's no point in going, hey, well, do it for as long as you can, and then she'll take over, it's like, no, you can't, you have to, you gotta, you gotta learn now, you know, right. so, but yeah, I right. think those are big things to know, I was, I'm always curious how people handle, you know, when they meet someone who isn't. You know, who doesn't have RP? It's like one thing to date somebody who also has RP. Then it obviously it works fine, but to meet someone and go, hey, you know, this is a big responsibility. Mm -hmm. You may not seem like it right now, but you know, once I start getting, you know, once I become more visually impaired and legally blind, <clears throat> you know, a right. lot of responsibilities are going to fall on you. <clears throat> right. So, because then you now, get into the whole kids and all that too. There's just a, it just grows right. that whole conversation. Right. Now, one time years ago. Um, when I was applying for a job, there were five people in the interview. I didn't know there was going to be five people interviewing me, but one of the people knew I had a, a, a visual problem. They didn't know the extent of it, but the other ones didn't know anything about it because I wasn't using my cane yet. Mm -hmm. And I didn't divulge that I had this going on and neither did the one person that was interviewing me that knew a little bit about me. So I ended up getting that job. Cool. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, actually that's where I, uh, I was a, uh, I was a preschool teacher years ago. And, um, then I, uh, uh, I eventually had to retire from that because, you know, I couldn't see well enough to take care of the kids. Right. But before I got that job, which I held for almost seven years, that was the last job I had as a preschool teacher. Before that, I worked at a really large church and I got that job when I was um, uh, probably about 35. 
And um, the woman that hired me there, I did tell her I had a vision problem because she asked me uh, something about driving. And I said, well, I don't drive. I take public transportation. I'll take that to get here to work. And she said, oh, why don't you drive? And I said, well, because I have a something going with, on with my vision. And when I told her, she said, oh, well, my dad has glaucoma. So she was just, I mean, within 10 minutes, she'd, she'd hired me and I was ready to go. So <laughs> I was really, really glad that I had told her what was going on, though. It made it a lot easier. And I stayed at that job for almost 13 years and became the assistant director there and then a co-director of a uh, very large early childhood center. Right. So anyway, that was quite um, quite an experience. I think, I think it's that. a tough call sometimes to whether or not you should really say anything because... Yeah. I mean, statistically yeah. proven. It's statistically proven that someone without a disability is going to get hired over someone with a disability. It's it's just right. percentages right there. It's, it's proof, proof is in the pudding. So right. if you right. once you say... I have you know, this. You're right. That, that company could just choose not to hire you, and really, they can they can do it in a way that it has nothing to do. They can prove that it was nothing to do with the fact that you told them that. You know, they could just say, "Oh, well, this person was just you know more qualified," you know, and right, uh, and, right. And, and so, I don't know. I always I always kind of looked at the logic of if I feel if I'm if I'm interviewing for the job, and the job mm -hmm. that I'm interviewing for, I feel I have I can do the job. Mm -hmm. Then I don't feel I, I need. I don't need to tell them anything. Like, like I don't feel like it's important because it's like right. you know, I could do the job. Like if it's something I could do the job, but if I feel, okay, this is going to impact the job and I know mm -hmm. it's going to impact the job come mm -hmm. maybe 10 years or so. Right. I mean, maybe, but if I don't plan, if I think to myself, oh, I'm not going to be here in 10 years, then I'm not going to bother. Yeah, you know, right. because I'm. I won't even be here. What, what's what's the point of opening that can of worms if right, you know right, if it's not right. even going to be a thing? So I mean, I've heard both ways. I've heard people fortunate, like you just said, like you said, you know, you mentioned it, boom, and that actually kind of broke the ice, and that mm -hmm. and that ended up being a good thing. But I mean, geez, what if you said that and she was like, oh, okay, you know, well, right. and then she kind of just you know, all of a sudden you right. find out you didn't get the job, and you're like, was it because of that? And, you know, right, you know. right. So right. it's it's very tough. I think that's a personal thing for everybody, though. However you feel in the moment, and if you're getting the right signals, and I think you know, you know, right. that, you know, it feels good here. You know, I think you know, I'm gonna tell them I like this place. I'll give them a heads up just so they know. You know, yeah. right. Like my company literally didn't find out until like I literally the year I stopped driving. I was like, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna be driving anymore because <laughs> in December because this and you know I know I didn't tell you guys that I had this, but yeah, I have an eye disease. This 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 and. Well, this is, you know, and it's finally affecting me here at work, you know. Right. But that was a situation where I, I honestly wasn't planning on being at that company for 10 years, but I was. So, right. you know, but that's, yeah. it's all, I think at least it's all just, you know, how you feel in the moment. Sometimes it's relieving and sometimes it's, you know, the opposite. And hopefully, you know, a lot of those companies aren't like that. You know, they should be able to say, hey, we don't care what you get. You know, we see. You know, we see that you can do the job. You have the credentials, and you know that's right. And that's what's important. And that, yeah, and that's it. That's what's important. Okay, so you have to take public transportation because you don't drive. Okay, well, that's not a big deal. Yeah. You know, and I was always told on the podcast by someone, and I like it, is that the world should actually change to to us. Like we we shouldn't <laughs> have to form. Right. We shouldn't have to. It's harder for us to change for them. Like they should be making. Yeah. 
things a little easier for us. They have the site. They have all that stuff. They yeah. have health. Yes. Yeah. But I think we're slowly getting there. Yeah. You know, I, well, I, yes, it is coming along. Yes, right. it is. So here's a, the good question. The dreaded wet floor sign. What has been your interaction with the dreaded wet floor sign? Well, <laughs> it was a problem until I got my guide dog. And <laughs> I think since then, I've hardly had any problems okay. because they avoid them like they, they, they don't, <laughs> I, I don't even know they're there. So. That's good. <laughs> Great. So prior... You were Prior, having, you were having, that was a real, if really they, new. If, if they were I there, hated knock one down, or and usually I just go on by them. If I knock one down in a grocery store or something, I'd just go on by them, and hopefully I wouldn't trip over one, knock it down, then trip over it. You know, too. Well, that's the worst part, too. Like I've, I, I think I have done that. So it's, it's <laughs> worse because they're so slippery, you know, because the plastic and stuff. Like so, yeah. it's like once they get on that floor, it's like they become water. Like they become this like like a banana yeah. peel, you know. So if you happen yeah. to like knock it over and then you don't realize like you realize you knocked it over but then you don't realize it's like in the next like you're about to take a step but you that's don't realize right. that's where you that's knocked right. it over and you're like Shh, and you're going for a ride yeah so like and now it's like you're a combination of embarrassed and yeah and, and you're like i don't i want to look for this and i should put it back up because you're like you knocked it over because that's your instinct to do that but then yeah you're like oh should i just go on <laughs> just walking yeah. i got where i just went on by i was like oh well they'll put it back up <laughs> somebody no. will put it back up. i don't know if you it's listen to any of my i don't know if you listen to my episodes but i usually i always say like i think it yeah i just go you know what it's on its own you know I, you know i meant to do that you know you just gotta <laughs> get out of my way yeah that's right. <laughs> I, I, I'm still hoping somebody from the technology, like somebody who in like creates these things, mm -hmm. I'm hoping they're listening to my podcast at some point, so that they can create a uh, create a wet floor sign that's digital, that's like hologram or, you know, you and, know. You know. I, I did hear you say that before, and I'm going to talk to my brother about that because I think he is capable of doing something like that. All right, good, get on that. I, and I want I want at least a pro a, like a portion of the profits. Since okay. it was my idea, <laughs> but, yeah, but let's get that. Let's I get that out there. That and you're the person that thought about it, so yeah. Yeah, let's get it That'd out there. Cool. You know, I can't physically yeah. make it, but I think it'd be a great idea. It would. Well, that I just learned recently that they make different color uh, wet floor signs. It's just oh, everyone has them yellow, that. but yeah, like I, some woman I just had on, uh, I haven't, I haven't released the episode yet, but uh, I think she's in the UK, and she said there was a gym that she'd go to. And I guess I got to know her pretty well there. And she actually actually would get her, because you know the wet floor signs usually are yellow, but, and then right. they put them against colors that are the same. Like the floors are like a light colored, so it's like that makes it right. so difficult to see. So once again, we you know we we're talking about contrast. That's what she asked. She's like, "Can't we just change these colors? Can't you put the ones in the locker room like a different color?" And they actually just for her put blue ones in, oh, in there to contrast cool. against the lighter colored floor. So I'm like, see. That's ingenious. See, that's yeah. the problem. The problem is not so much the wet floor. It's they're picking the... See, they think because yellow is bright and, you know, everybody could see that. Like, it says, yeah. hey, you know. The problem is our vision deals with contrast. Mm -hmm. So when the contrast isn't high enough, we don't see it. So really, we're hitting, this, we're hitting the wet floor sign. Not so much because we can't, you know... Because it's you know it's there and we we just our vision doesn't see it. It's really because if it were if if it were just like a different color, we, yeah, we would go around with no problem if it was contrasted against the floor. So if like you know to me if you have a store like a Dunkin' Donuts or whatever, all the floors are all the same color, 
So mm-hmm. now you should know that, okay, well, we should have, you know, blue wet floor signs because our floors are this color and people are mm-hmm. going to see the, this wet floor sign easier, you know, mm-hmm. like, but nobody does that. So mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I, didn't, I did not even know that. I thought, I just thought, I automatically assumed wet floor signs came, you know, yellow. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. So it's a good, cool. it's a good thing to know people, people, yeah. wet floor signs come in a different color. So we, we yeah. have to just start requesting that they start thinking more of what color of what floor sign their store should have. <laughs> right. You know, and it would be fine. I feel like I, I didn't even think about that either. Like, and it's funny that we, we you'd think we would think that because we know that our vision is very reliant on contrast. So yes. why, you know, of course. Yeah. Cause you wouldn't, you, you wouldn't think you'd want a dark colored wet floor sign, but yes, you would. And if yeah. the floor was white, you know, if the floor that is being put on is white or, you know, some kind of really light, like gray color, some light color. Yeah, yeah, you you, you would want a dark blue or a dark yeah. green colored wet floor sign, maybe with some yellow lettering on it or something. Because right. that, that's going to pop, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But you wouldn't want what I have for fire hydrants here over in my city. We have dark green fire hydrants that I walk into. Oh. I would walk into oh, almost that'd... all the time. That'd be awful. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who yeah. thought that was a good idea. Yeah. So yeah, those are just, but once again, that's what you get happens when you have people who aren't visually impaired designing these things. And, that's right. You know, that, that's right. not a thought. That's definitely not a thought going into their head. Well, we need to make this, so we may have to make this visible. How can we make this more visible? It's like nobody, nobody, right. nobody does that. Well, I think the thing that bothers me a lot is going into to uh, restrooms is finding the paper towels or oh god yeah (laughs) there should be a beeping paper towel you know a beeper for paper towels when you're through washing your hands so people that are visually impaired can find the paper towels i can't find the soap the soap either yeah Yeah, i can't have half the time i can't find the soap it's because in the and once again that's contrast because yeah the the, the color of the dispenser tends to be the same color as the wall and you're like all right you're like this is not helping me at Oh, I'll find this. Like now, that's where yeah. I want a bright yellow dispenser, because yeah. half the time it's a dark wall or something like that. Yeah, you know, come on, people, let's. Why? I get you want it to make it look nice, like blend in, you know. Yeah. But no, I, it, it's awful. It's a gray wall, and the dispenser's gray. Yeah. And you're like, just yeah. thanks, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. So I agree. The bathroom is definitely something I don't talk oh. a, lot, a lot about here, but I should because I that know, actually it, is it, it, for me just... growing, especially you know, I'm early on in my journey. Yes, yeah. I agree. Bathrooms are have always been so bad for me. Like I can see fine, I'll be, be out Very in the store, pretty. but it's like yeah. going to the bathroom for some reason and the lighting or the whatever oh, the yeah. colors they use in the in the bathroom, it just doesn't work. Yeah. The door is the same colors as the walls. That even, uh, that's even yeah, like that's I can't not being able to find my way out of a bathroom has happened when I don't have my oh, guide dog yeah, with yeah, me. You, you got to memorize when you go in. That's why you got to. Yeah, I always make sure I know like direction. Like when I came in, I'm like, okay, the door is straight. Go right. Like, like yeah, doors on the left. Like, like yeah, I, I always have to yeah say that to myself. Like exact. Okay, I came in. I took a right. I came down. Okay, okay, bathrooms yeah. that way. You know, the door is this way. It's like okay, yeah, it's all a whole yeah. act. And God forbid you haven't been to the bathroom before. Like, I mean, it's one thing to go to a store frequently yeah. and you've been to the bathroom so you you've got you went now you're familiar yeah. with the layout oh, yeah you know already yeah but once you go in a bathroom you've never been in it's like oh my god 
You're, like a, you're, like a, you're, you're definitely a drunk person at that point. If you don't have a cane or nothing, you're looking around trying to hold things and touch things. And you're like, yeah, yeah. People are looking people, at you are like, are you all right? You're like, oh, I know. That's what people tend to think. I'm just you're looking right. for, I'm looking for yeah, the one soap. Time, one time in a grocery store, someone uh, told my son or said, said out loud where my son could hear them. Oh, she's drunk about me. Oh yeah. Because I had, uh, I had ran into a, display that was uh, a bunch of fruit oh like, no just all stacked on top of each other yeah yeah and i ran into it and all of them went flying off of it all over the floor around me i mean there were i don't even how many <laughs> 200 oh, oranges no. on the floor and someone that was across from there said to my son oh she's just drunk and i was like oh my gosh so i think that was the last time i ever went without my cane See, that, <laughs> well, i call like, that i, I call that the moment i call that we, I, I had my <laughs> moment yep because being drunk and i think we all once you have that moment that's when you realize i yeah. should have a cane <laughs> yeah. Like I had a cane, but I just never thought to always carry it with me. I'm like, if I have my friends, I like you know, probably had it with it. me. It was probably folded up and in yeah. the in the uh, uh, shopping basket. That's probably where. Yeah. If if anything, at least if like cause, you know, even if you still knocked that over, even if you had your cane, yeah. at least someone looks over and goes, "Oh, she you know, she just didn't see it." You know, yeah, it's a totally yeah. different reaction. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Are are people already probably ran over and been like, "Oh, are you okay?" Yeah. Like, nope, you know, it's just, it's, it's so wild it's so, when you have it. Yeah. You know? So different. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. But no, that's, I always envisioned that happening. That hasn't happened to me yet, but I always envisioned that one day happening. Like, yeah, one of those big displays of like paper towels yeah. or, you know, whatever, you know, like the yeah. fancy ones that you're like, boom, just knock it all over. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, because what if you did have your, what if you did have your cane and your cane and you were swiping and you just swiped the whole display? Like, <laughs> Swipe it to the floor. Yeah. I could have just like, 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 oh man, like so. It, it, either way, that could have happened. Either way, even if even if you were using your cane, you just could have right. just, just right. Te- that just teaches them a lesson. They shouldn't be stacking fruit like that. That's right. That's right. <laughs> just stack it, get it, get it out of the way. You know, yeah. if, if there's a if if there's fruit that I want, I'll find it. That's right. I don't need you to stack it all nicely and you know creatively. <laughs> remove one, and they all fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you'll have people probably tell you that, hey, don't worry, I've done the same thing, and I have sight. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So here's a classic. If you get your vision back, what's one of the first things that you're doing? Oh, I would go and get my driver's license and go on a road trip. There you go. Yeah. I like, I like that one. Yeah, I drive to California, go see my brother, and then come back here and then drive to the other coast just to go. Just yeah, yeah. there you go. Get it, get it. Make make up for all the driving that you never got to do. <laughs> just, I'd probably be gone for a long time. So I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd probably do the same thing to my wife and just be like, "I'll be gone." Yep. Yep. Don't. Uh, I'll, I'll call you when I get to my first destination. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep you posted, but don't That's don't right. don't yeah don't don't call right. Don't worry about anything. I'm just I'll be gone. <laughs> and then after that, I might do things like I've I don't know what I'd be capable of doing that I haven't done in a while, like. Uh, I don't know. Besides, uh, I I'm pretty good at doing things that are straight ahead, like bowling, and mm-hmm. but I would probably maybe make more of an effort to do things like play tennis or or something that I maybe halfway did a long time ago, but never become really proficient at those those visual things that that maybe during my life I 
you know, when I had more sight. Like right. I remember how I loved playing ping pong with my dad. Oh, that's a that's a lot of tracking. And then one day yeah. I had playing ping pong. Oh man, I'd love to do that again. So yeah, because yeah, tracking are, tracking a ball is like tracking that. a little tiny ping pong. With, yeah. with visually, when you're visually impaired, man, if you could, I mean, if you can do it, it's impressive. I think it's more impressive, like, you know, someone who has like tunnel vision to play same ping pong than someone who actually has full sight and who's really good at ping pong. Because oh, not yeah. only do they have to like, you know, be good at ping pong, but two, yeah. you got to track that ball the whole time. The moment you lose right. track, the moment right. that's it. One moment your eyes are not tracking that ball, and we have to. When we play sports like that, we have to track it the whole time. Unlike. Unlike other people who can just look straight and their peripheral vision's tracking it, you know, like no, we actually have to sit there and look at the ball, boom, 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 yeah. boom, you know, like so. It's that's impressive. I think that's way more impressive. But yeah, I can see that one. That one, yeah, tennis. Yeah. Yeah, just the fun things, you know, like that that mm-hmm. take a lot of vision. I would want to. So after the after I'd get my driving out, I'd want to do all those fun things. Yeah. yeah. Or I always say sometimes it's the simple things that over, but like normal people overlook. Right, like like going for a walk when it's pitch black out. Oh yeah, you know? oh, yeah. Just or go out, just to go outside. Like, could, I'm gonna go run. I'm gonna go run. I'm gonna go for a run. I remember, like, I remember there was a time I could go camping and didn't need a flashlight because the moonlight was good enough. You yeah, know, yeah, just like yeah, and yeah. then all of a sudden that didn't happen anymore. Oh, I'd love to be able to see by the moonlight. Yeah, imagine. That, oh yeah, stars. Right. Go see stars. You know, look at yeah. look, look oh at, yeah, the stars. Look in the sky to see stars. Like those are just so. So such simple, like weird things. Yeah. But like, yeah, I've never. I would love it. Like, I have. I haven't been able to like go. Hey, I'm gonna go run. You know, at ten o'clock at night. I I haven't done. I haven't. Oh. I don't know. Geez, I don't think I've done that since I was a little kid. I don't think yeah. that. You know, where I felt comfortable enough to be like, hey, I'm gonna go run at night. Like, I no. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So no. That. Yeah. Sometimes it's those little tiny things. Yeah. Those. Those simple things. Yeah. Or yeah, for, I imagine for some people it might be like, hey, just it would be nice to see color. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm lucky. I can still see. Um, I have lost some sense of color, like brown and purples. And what about blues? Blues and blacks? Because I, I struggle with that. Blue and red. Okay. And orange. Oh, okay. Yep, yep. I got that. Get that too. I can still see those and yellow. So, but it's some more like color. Like I have trouble with. I can't tell when something's gray or and it depends on the light too. Right. Right. You know, mm-hmm. Right. So I still have some color vision, which is amazing to me. After forty years, I still have I still have a quite no, a bit. No, that's good. And like you said, even having even having like like you said, having good like the vision that you have. Being, yeah, being yeah. Good, you <laughs> that know? to me is amazing that I have what I, I had cataract surgery uh, about 10, 12 years ago, okay. and that really improved my vision a lot. I thought about doing it. The more and more and more I hear people say good things about it, I think I'm, I might do it. Because my my problem now is is that I think, and I think if I get it done, I'm, I probably have I probably have more vision than I realize, because mm-hmm. I think the cataract is is impacting some. You know, it's starting to it's you know the sensitivity to light is I think it kind of impacts some of it. But no, I'm like you. I have twenty. I have twenty thirty. Like my vision, like the vision I have. Mm-hmm. It's really good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that I definitely feel so, uh, I feel very blessed to have that kind of vision because the more and more you talk to people on the podcast and the more and more you realize that there's so many different, um, you know, versions of RP and how it's affected people. And, and some right. people like the people that even have, you know, still have vision, the vision they have isn't good, you know? And so it's, it's not, right. you know, it's one thing to have be losing vision and, you know, but still be able to see, but to be able to be, to be losing vision and 
even have the vision that you have like now you gotta wear glasses or you gotta wear you know like all this right. stuff you know so it's yeah they asked me about uh, well my vision was in that the eye that i can see that vision out of it was 2060 and then i was afraid it was going to go to 2080 and then they said well do you want to do cataract surgery and i was like i i found a doctor that would do it okay so i was Yes. <laughs> yeah, like for, yeah, yes, go for it. <laughs> and I was so happy I did it because, yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. I mean, I mean, any any restoration of vision is good. Too, yeah, any so improved vision is yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, have you taken any kind of supplements over the years? Like any vitamin uh, A or anything? I took vitamin A with palmitate yep, for yep. probably a long, long time. And then take, um, what's the other one? Um, oh, I can't even think of it. I take another one sometimes okay. too. Yeah, because I yeah. find good results with that. I mean, because I don't know, because a lot of people like my eye doctor says probably the reason why my my central vision is so good mm -hmm. is because it's possibly because of that. Yeah, and then I take lutein. That's the that's other what. Ones. It is. Yes, yes, I've heard of that. Yep, lutein. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I've done that. I've done that ever since I started with this. And look, you're so. seeing your vision still like, like the vision you have anyway is very yeah. good. So I don't know. It and speaks to that. To me, the, my diet, I try to eat a lot of organic foods and, okay. and a lot of... Oh, nutrition um, definitely plays Yeah, I think too. it's pretty important. You're active. Like, you know, I think being active yep. is definitely... Active, um, yeah. Very, very I'm helpful. Active. Yeah. yeah. All that stuff. You know, so it's... Uh, I think... I know a lot of people sit there and say, oh, well, what about, you know, liver this? And then I'm like, you know what? Drink water. If you yeah, drink... Water. Yes. You have to drink a lot more water because, yeah. you know, being on a high dosage of vitamin A, but if yeah. I've been taking it since... I was 18 and yeah, and I've been fine. I had my liver tested like a year or so ago. Yeah. And I, and I, and to, and to be fair, I drink beer. <laughs> yeah. So you're right. What's, what's important is you got to drink lots of water. Yeah. So. You know, yeah. I mean, hydration, yeah. I mean, very, I mean, of course, if you're active, you should know that a lot of people know that anyway, you should be, you know, staying hydrated, you know? So, but yeah, yes. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, I, if people always, people ask me sometimes about that, about vitamin A or how I feel about it. And that's my personal feeling is I love it. Yeah. And if, if if it saved me from, you know, being in a different position right now, like I think I have better vision now than my mom did at 40. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I, I'm going to keep going because, I mean, my mom was at this age had a guide dog. My mom had all um, at this age was probably using screen readers and she was using like the, um, something called an Aladdin where it would magnify. Uh -huh. Like if she puts documents or whatever and she wanted to see them. It was like a magnifier. I had like a mm -hmm. television. It was like a black and white television thing, and mm -hmm. underneath you you could put whatever you right. wanted to read, and it would magnify. Yeah, screen magnifier, which would magnify it. Right. But she was using all those. Uh, oh, and I remember she had a little gizmo that you would uh, with a nine volt battery that would tell her how when, when the coffee reached a certain level when she was filling her cup. Right. Buzz. Right. And she had all those little. Yeah, I remember like, all those little you know gadgets and stuff. I don't have any of that stuff. <laughs> so I mean. I still see, I can still have good enough contrast in my, with, with seeing like water level going up if I'm filling like the coffee and things like that. I can still, you know, I can still see the, you know, fill the coffee machine, you know. Right. So those, I think, but now I get, I think, you know, the more and more, I, and I hope, I, I hope people get the, listening to the podcast, what I get out of doing the podcast, which is the more and more I do it, the more appreciation I have for even what I have. Right, right. So I hope people listen to the podcasting and who maybe who spent maybe were negative or maybe were being a little, you know, kind of down on themselves. Like hopefully, 
they listen and go, well, geez, like I've always been able to do this and this person has never been able to do it, you know? And it's just, I don't know. It really changes your uh, perspective uh, on on RP and and all that stuff. So I really hope that's what people get out of it. I'm learning just like you guys are. um, I'm the only one in my family and we look back a lot of long ways that has RP. None of my kids do, none of my grandkids. Um, oh, wow. So but my, my mom has macular degeneration and she's had that now for about 20 years. And um, I remember her saying to me, oh, after a few years of having it and their, her vision got worse, she says, oh, I don't know how you've done this all these years, Lynn. How? <laughs> I said, well, I learned to be grateful what I, for what I do have. I said, and I am grateful for what I do have. See, it's so hard to really describe that to people, you know, like how you see or or yeah, like the things, I'm, the, the I'm, things that you're doing that look so normal and you're able to do them so well. It's like yeah, people don't realize yeah. how hard really it is for us oh, yeah. to do these. Yeah, things. getting out of bed and starting the day. Yeah, I have yeah. to. I have to. If I if I'm grateful before I even get out of bed, then it makes the first task of the day, which, like you said, could be hard, like taking my dogs outside when it's freezing yeah. cold. And that's an easy task. And, and realistically, that's an easy task for anybody else. Yeah. You know, anybody yeah. else? That's not, that's not even something you really would think about. Like, I got to get up and do yeah. Like, so th- this is your everyday. There's certain things we have to do and be on point, yeah. you know, really to do them, you know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like mowing a lawn, you know? And like, you know, I can mow my own lawn and people blow, they're blown, they're, they're blown away by that, you know? It's like, well, yeah, you know, it's, it's not, it's not easy. I still Wait, snow blow. I do the driveway and like, that's like a nightmare. Because it's you know it's all white, so I mean, yeah, that would be only way I know that I'm doing right is the black driveway starts popping through. So oh, there's that contrast, you know. So yeah, yeah once you start yeah. seeing black, it's like okay, now I just need to follow yeah. this line, you know, and and, and yeah. make it more black, get yeah. get more black. Okay, all right, all right, we're doing good, we're doing yeah. good. Yeah. No, yeah. So it's 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 funny though. It's, you can't unless you put someone in your shoes, they never they would never get it. Right, right. So it's interesting to finally be like, oh my God, how did you, how did you do this all these years? Like, ah, you know. Yeah, and keeping a positive outlook, I think, helps, you know. Oh, yeah, you gotta and, be able to make jokes. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't know about you, but I grew up always making jokes. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I feel like yeah. you have to be one or the other. I mean, if I, yeah. if I don't joke about it, then, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You'd be a yeah. rotten, you know, miserable person. So, so, yeah. Right, right. I'm, I'm the blind guy to my friends, you know, and I have no problem with that. I'm the blind guy. Yeah. 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 So here's a fun one because I always like to see what kind of answer I get from this one. Mm-hmm. In your dreams, are you visually mm-hmm. impaired or fully sighted? Um, well, um, over the years, I think most of my dreams I've been fully sighted. Yeah. Because um, I don't remember. There's only a couple of times I remember something, and that's only been in the last few years where there might, I might have had. I think it wasn't even about me seeing mm-hmm. that way. It was about not being able to find things in the dream. Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. That's so, a different way. Yeah, different. Actually, yeah. I was visually impaired. It was like I couldn't find something. You couldn't find something. Like, you, like, your, vi- like your vision wasn't different. It's just you were right. having you were struggling to find something. I like that though. Right. But, but that's in, that's like in, it's how your brain is interpreted. Like that's how you're. Yeah, yeah. I like that's how yeah. that's how it's done. It like or sometimes yeah. I think it's a feeling. For me, it's a feeling. Like you're yeah. doing something in your dream, and you're like, right. I shouldn't be doing this. 
Right. Like driving a car or something like, you know, so. Right. You know, right. It's not that you're not seeing. It's not that you're see, you're, you're seeing normally in the dream, but it's a, yeah. there's this notion that like this weird feeling. You're like, I'm not supposed to be doing this. This isn't right. Right. Because <laughs> right. I think we spend so long doing not doing something or knowing we're not supposed to do something that I think it just plays out, you know, in our in our dreams. At least yeah. not finding something. You've probably done it. So many, we've all done that, you know, so many times, like dropping something and being like not being able to find it so that there you go oh, now, yeah. now it's... it happens every day almost <laughs> oh yeah well yeah. that's how i said that's the best way to sometimes to describe rp to people is i say uh dump a box of cheerios onto a counter i'll go over to the counter and i'm going to clean up the cheerios mm-hmm. i'm then gonna walk away i guarantee you and i'm gonna and i'm gonna think i got them all and then i'm gonna walk yeah. away you tell me yeah. how many cheerios i still have on there I, I guarantee you i'll go back and look again then then that's what happens then i'll go back i'll step back i'll look and mm-hmm. there'll be more cheerios so then i'll go back right. i'll clean those cheerios right go, go back again come back come back look back at the counter again there's more cheerios like it's like how are they still there <laughs> you know so that's how I describe RP. It's like that's what it is it's it's all yeah. those it's details it's i don't i yes i see the cheerios but yeah. I don't see all the Cheerios. Always right. <laughs> one left. Yep. Right. Or you'll find it the wrong way, which is stepping on it. Yeah. Oh yeah. They yeah. go. I know I dropped a Cheerio or I dropped something, and you crunch. Oh, there it mm. is. <laughs> <laughs> now it's crumb. Yeah. Now it's dust. <laughs> right. That's why I asked my mom. I asked my mom about cleaning. I think I'm like always like, how do you clean, mom? Like, how do you know? Like, she's like, how do you know? Like, you got everything. She's like, I just do it a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah. Like if you know you're uh, vacuuming or something, she's like, I just vacuum the same spot over and over. Again. That's right. That's right. So I'm like, I'm I don't like vacuuming. So no, no. I, I, I'm not really sure. Yeah, I'm like, I like, sh- like she would do. I would just keep on vacuuming. Yep. For well, quite I mean, I mean, it can't hurt. Right. Yeah. So that's, although if you have pets though, I mean, no matter what you do, hairs everywhere. Yeah, it definitely is. Cause I have a a black lab and a white blondish lab. So yeah, it's a mixture. So no matter what you do, it doesn't matter. You can, you could vacuum every single crevice in the house. And it's still it's still gonna be. You finish, you'll be done. And then all of a sudden you're like, where, where did this hair come from? How is this? How right. is this possible? Yeah. I want to get some kind of filter system that just like sucks it all. I want to just get one uh, big giant air filter that will just, yeah. you know, take care of it all and I don't have to worry about it. Because it's like, it's like living in a Western movie. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. Know, just the, the blowing, the you know, blowing around. You're like, oh, I thought I got everything. Or it's even funny. You're like, I'll take, you take, you know, you vacuum, you spend all the time vacuuming, you think you got everything. And then what I do just for extra measure, I always like to Swiffer after. Mm-hmm. Because I figure mm-hmm. whatever I did, wherever the vacuum didn't get, that'll get. Yeah, you know, they'll yeah. get it. You know, and uh, that works. And then you're like, you get it, and then you pull the Swiffer pad, and you're like, and it's like filled with stuff. <laughs> and you're like, it's like I didn't even vacuum. Like all the time I spent vacuuming, it didn't even matter. <laughs> like this, this is nuts. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. So it's, that's, I think yeah. I think cleaning is another thing I should hand I should cover when it comes to being visually impaired. Like, what tricks do you do to, you know? Yeah. I think that'd be a good idea. Yeah, because was you know, I mean, I mean, I don't know how many other people handle the cleaning. I know I handle most of the cleaning in my house, so it's, you know, I think I go with the mom. Yeah, I just go with the mom technique. Yeah, I just keep wiping. 
if you're like cleaning the counter, just keep cleaning, just wipe it around, and you know you're you'll hopefully get it everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> At some point, you'll get everything. Well, the, yeah. well that, but that's the good. Well, the good thing about being visually impaired, though, in cleaning is that someone comes over your house and they see a little dirt. They go, "It's okay, Mike doesn't." You know, he's he's visually impaired. He's probably just missed that. Yeah, yeah. So it's okay. Yeah. We get a, we get yeah, a, like, yeah, they do. They do say those things like that. At my yeah, at my house too. It's like yeah. it's, it's okay. It's okay that you miss that because they know they understand it. You're the one you you cleaned, and you're gonna you're gonna miss some stuff. You know, it's okay. But if you're anybody else, to be like, oh man, this place, you know, this place is a mess. Like, that's right. Do they not clean here? Like, why don't they clean? You know, your house. They're just like, oh my god, this is actually really pretty clean for someone who's visually impaired. Wow, this is really nice. Like, I'm really impressed that she does all this. <laughs> yep, I like it. We get more slack. Yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Or if somebody else doesn't clean something and you clean that thing and you're like, come on, come on. Even I clean that. You're like, I, I, I can clean that. You, you're fine. If I could do it, you could do it. Go, get, go clean that. That's what I'll tell my son if he gives me a lip. Like, oh, so you're going to let your, you're going to let your visually impaired dad take care of this. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Well, I want to thank you uh, for being on today. It was so, uh, so much fun. Well, it's always fun, I think. I love talking to people who have RP. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was great. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. It's, uh, it's just, uh, like I said, it's always, for me, it's always like having a conversation, like whether just, you know, regular. It's not like an interview. It's not like a, you know, right, right. It's just yeah. two people who have enough RP and we're just having a nice conversation. <laughs> like, oh, this happens to you too, like. <laughs> Yeah. And you can and you can totally relate to it. So, cause we don't. We, I mean, I mean, I don't know about you. I mean, I know you. Know, you said you did the same thing my mom did growing up and went to the support groups and then things like that. So, so, oh yeah. So you yeah. got a little exposure to uh, talking to other people who, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, I did. I I joined support groups. I went to actually the gym that I go to is for uh, people with physical challenges. So. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So a lot of people that have a lot of stuff in common. Yeah. Yeah, that, that helps. So. Yeah, it makes it easier for me. Totally. Yeah. Like I said, because well, like I said, we I like to joke around, and sometimes you know people aren't going to get our everyone's going to get our jokes. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. People don't get our struggles. Like no, no one laughs at a wet floor sign like us do, like we do. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so right. things like that are good. But no, I want you to, to thank you so much, and uh, hopefully you enjoy the rest of your day. Oh, I'm going to. Okay. Well, awesome. All right. And I'll let you, you know. Having... I will let you know when this is uh, airing. Okay. Already. Okay. Take... Okay. Thank you. You have Appreciate a good day. It. Take care. You too. All right. Okay. Bye bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. See you next week for another episode of Living Free with RP.